Hi, I'm Janice. And I'm Emily. And this is Four Years Later, where we talk about being in our mid-20s as Asian American women all four years after college. And today we're going to be talking about finding the balance between time alone and relationships with our friends and family. I think I have the perfect segue into this topic because your whole family is in town. Yeah. Um, (laughs) From very out of town. (laughs) Very out of town. From Asia. Um, Well, for context, Emily and I are, if you haven't noticed, shooting in a different... You can't tell from our audio, but we're actually (laughs) in a different space. We're in my apartment this time. And that is because my entire family of five is here. (laughs) And they're staying with me, so we're filming here right now. Mm-hmm. And I chose Emily <laughs> over them today, which is just, why. Just for a couple hours. Nothing crazy, but... I, I think it was needed. Um, I've been spending so much time with them this whole week. They came mm-hmm. last week, and I really wanted to be present for them mm-hmm. because I knew that this was a hobby I wanted to pursue mm-hmm. seriously. Right. And knowing that I had to film today mm-hmm. and it was something that I really wanted to do, mm-hmm. I wanted to give them 100% so that I could be 100% here. Yeah. And I think I... Usually I will say no and just shut myself out of the whole world to hang out with them until they leave. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I was shocked that you didn't. I actually gave you the option. Like, okay, we don't have to do this right now. Like, we can push back this episode and um, focus on your family. That's what's important. So I was, like, shocked. I I don't want to say shocked. I was surprised, I guess. You did. You gave me the option, and usually I would say, yes, like, let's just push it all back. Mm -hmm. But I think from my past experience of doing that, what Mm -hmm. ends up happening is when I'm hanging out with them, I'll start thinking about other things. Yeah. Like today I was supposed to be doing my art or Mm -hmm. today I was supposed to be hanging out with my friends or doing my podcast. And I'll be stressing out (laughs) about either how behind we are or what I'm missing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I wouldn't be able to focus on being with them. And so what ends up happening is I feel guilty on both Both sides. Exactly. I think this is like such a classic mid twenties problem that we all have been coming across of like trying to find time in the day to do things that we need to do, get done for ourselves. Um, what not just like things that we like to do, but like doing things around the house, like getting things done to prepare for the, for the work week. And I think like it's such a skill to nail down, to be able to, understand like, okay, I need to do all A, B, and C for my personal life, but I also want to be there for my friends and family. Um, or in this personal, or in this case, like, like not there, your family isn't always here. So trying to like really prioritize for special events too, right. is a skill that you have to develop over years. I feel it did not come overnight. Yeah. No. It actually, I think only really hit me this year mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when I first graduated You know how in college you can, like, take naps in the middle of the day? (laughs) Yeah. And, like, you just go. I I don't even know what I was doing. Mm -hmm. But there was so much free time. Yeah. And then now that we work a job, maybe it's not 9 to 5. Maybe it's, like, 7 to 7. Whatever Mm -hmm. it is, it's, like, the amount of hours you have, the free time that you have is now Mm -hmm. 
just one or two hours. Yeah. You have to fit all of these things, like your chores, but mm-hmm. time with your friends and family and yourself. Yeah. All into these two hours. Mm-hmm. It gets so overwhelming sometimes. I don't even know where to begin. Yeah. And at first in my early 20s, I kind of gave up. I, I mm-hmm. kind of just, I was so paralyzed by all these things <laughs> I had to do. I was like, I just need to sit here. Yeah. I just need to numb my thoughts. Mm-hmm. I just need to not, and then nothing ends up getting done. And I feel guilty for doing nothing, mm-hmm. but I'm not able to do anything. Yeah. I mean, to your point about like being in college and like having more free reign, I also feel like um, because each semester or each quarter or semester is like so structured with classes and club events and what have you, like we didn't really have to think, right? Because our schedule was planned out every single day and it was the same way every week after week. Um, so there wasn't really the need to be this like big adult, you know, having to like actually structure your free time. You're right. And also everyone is on that same schedule, right? Like finals week is week five and six and then, Mm -hmm. or sorry, week 10, 10, 10. Yeah. Uh And then midterm is five and six or four. So everyone would be like, can't, we got to study for midterms. You'd be like, you're right. I have to study. You can look at the person next to you and be like, what are you doing? Okay. I'm going to go do that. That seems like the right plan. Exactly. You can't do that anymore. Because everybody is living a different life right now. (laughs) Yeah. And you don't know their schedule and Mm -hmm. it doesn't match anymore. Yeah. I feel like, so I think it's good. Like you realized you realize, oh, like I have something that I need to do, some chores to do at home. Like it's in the back of your head, like when you were hanging out with friends or hanging out with family. Um, I didn't have that little voice in the back of my head a few years ago. I feel like I would just try to structure my days and my weekends so jam-packed. Um, and then it didn't hit me until I get home. And I'm getting home, it's like late at night and I have to work the next day. I haven't packed my lunch for the next day. I haven't gotten my work bag ready to go. Like I have to shower. I probably have to do some cleaning around the house still. By the time like you do all of this stuff, like you realize, I realized too late and it was like, okay, it's freaking 1am now and I have to get up in six hours, you know? Um, I think finding the balance between being there for yourself and then like being there for others is a work in progress for me still. I'm still navigating it. It's definitely trial and error. There's yes. no glamorous way. No. There's no glamorous way to do it. Mm-hmm. And I feel you because mm-hmm. I was running literally on fumes. Yeah. Um, in my early 20s when I just graduated, mm-hmm. I went to Barry's at 4 a.m. What? And I would sometimes sleep at like 10, 11, or 12. Wow. So I would get no sleep. And I just had these giant eye bags. I was like not present, Uh always tired. That's the other end of the spectrum. Yeah. It's like you're pouring so much into yourself that like you don't have the healthy balance of both. Yeah. Mm. And so I totally agree with you that there was just, (laughs) there was just, it's both ends of the extreme or the spectrum. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's still really hard to balance now, but I think in every experience where you push yourself over the edge in one direction, in one direction or the Mm -hmm. other, you feel like your body's so tired and dead or Mm -hmm. not motivated that you know exactly where your limit is now. I, yeah, I'm still kind of navigating that too, like finding it. I think like when we were in college, we were both very extroverted. We're still pretty extroverted. So we want to be go, go, go when we're doing all of these things. And like now I'm like really experimenting with like 
the opposite side of that and like staying home more and like like you invited me to go out actually on Friday. Yes. And I was like, you know what, Jan? Like I love you. She turned me down. I did turn her down. I was like, I'm gonna stay in, I think. And like that really hurt. I <laughs> cried for an entire day. I was like, Emily doesn't want to hang out with me I anymore. Know. I, you know, and like three years ago, I would have been like, hell yeah, I want to go out with you. Like, let's hit the town. Like, let's pregame. Like, all that stuff. And um, I didn't. I just wanted to stay home. And I'm trying to like allow myself to be okay more with being like understanding my own personal boundaries with my friends. Yeah. But it's really hard. And learning how to say no. Yes. Yes. But I think you've really been able to practice that this summer because you're kind of getting this period where you're getting to live by yourself for a little bit while Barry's away. Yeah, I've kind of touched on it in like earlier episodes, but Barry's been gone for the last like five and a half weeks. It's definitely been really difficult. He's coming home in a couple of days. Hi, Barry. So. Hi, Barry. We're so excited for <laughs> we you. We love you. We miss you. Yes, definitely excited. Um, and I've been really trying to like force myself to um, like perfect the balance for myself. It's like, really hard to perfect though. It is really hard. I feel like in the beginning, in the first few weeks, I was like really trying to train myself like how to be how to live alone, like how to just like enjoy my time being alone. So I, I structured everything, you know, I made sure I, I meal prepped all my lunches, all my dinners at the beginning of the week. Cause like I know myself and I know that I'm not going to want to just cook for one every night. Um, and so I did that, but like over time, like I got, I, I understand that that part of myself, I understand that part of myself well now, but towards the end of this, like summer, I started trying to flip-flop and go back to, okay, I, I'm ready to hang out with my friends again. I'm ready to like, um, find the other side of the scale. And, um, it's been tough to like go back and like, make sure I'm feeding myself. I'm cleaning. I'm doing all the things I was doing at the beginning of the summer. Cause so. you're trying to include like this friend aspect into your alone time now, not yes. just like focus on friends or just focus on this guy or mm-hmm. just focus on yourself. Yes, it's exactly. It is a balance. I just had one of my best friends here for um, a few days and that was really, really great, which is part of the reason why I couldn't go out with Janice <laughs> on Friday. Okay. Yeah. But also cause she didn't want to. No, we wanted to just like stay in, like have a chill night. Um, and so that's what we did. And and it was really, really nice. Um, and I also just got back from hanging out with some family myself. My, I visited my Nana in um, Gilroy. And it was really, really sweet to, like, see her and, like, very, like, soul-nourishing, to, like, to be with your grandparents, as it always is. Um, and so also trying to, like, make sure um, I'm spending time on myself during those periods of time too. Like when I was at my Nana's, I, we were working on the podcast. We were like yeah, chatting we were. on the phone. We were sending audio messages back and forth, like scribbling in our Google doc, like planning everything still. So I think that was also like a really good exercise for me during that time to be like, I'm spending the, the time I'm spending with my Nana is quality time. I'm giving her my full attention. We're going out to eat. We're doing things together. And then like, when she's taking a nap or like when she's, when she's, you know, a little bit more tired, I would be like, all right, Janice, let's go. Like, let's go time. Let's like work on this. How do you feel? Cause I think you do a really good job actually mm. of balancing, like being present when you're with mm. your friends and mm-hmm. when you're with your Nana versus like when mm-hmm. we're doing our podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
was it always easy for you? Cause like you're making it seem like <laughs> easy breezy, beautiful <laughs> cover girl. Oh my God. I don't know. Um, I think there was a time, um, uh, I felt a lot of burnout, like directly after college, because I was putting so much energy, like a hundred percent difference, a hundred percent when I was alone into me, hundred yeah. percent into my family when I was with them. And like, that's not sustainable. And you know that like, it's really, and that's why, you know, we split up our time today with your family and hanging out with me. And I also might meet Janice's family. So we were going to be all together. Maybe it's one big happy family. Sisters. I think like after the big burnout, like I realized this isn't sustainable and like I need to find ways to like still be there for my friends and family a hundred percent while not like completely wanting to like crash and burn and die. So um, I feel like it just comes a lot. Like you said earlier, like trial and error, like seeing the low lows of like hanging out with friends multiple days in a row, like going hard, partying, like traveling and stuff like that. Seeing like the highs match with the lows, it didn't really make sense to me. So um, lately what I've been trying to do and one of my New Year's resolutions actually this year. Oh my God, but the year's almost ending. I I try to track, you know, (laughs) like how's my New Year's resolution going? It's like, I don't do that. I'm I'm a real human. I was like trying to, I was thinking about that like a couple weeks ago. I was like, oh, I wonder how I'm doing on my New Year's resolutions. It's been six months. Anyway, I think I'm doing okay. (laughs) It's been seven it's been seven months. Yeah. And my <laughs> biggest New Year's resolution was um, prioritizing the people that are closest to me. And so, like, if I want to give 100% to my friends, I've, I've realized now that's not possible. Um, I'm going to need to, like, make sure that 100% that energy storage is spent wisely. Your social battery. My social battery. Exactly. So I'm like, okay, well, instead of, like, scattering, like, social battery among all my friends, all my acquaintances, like all different types of activities I might be invited to. I'm going to like make sure that I'm prioritizing my best and closest friends. That I'm spending my... That's me. That's <laughs> me. She just touched my shoulder for anyone who didn't see that. I feel like the podcast has definitely become a huge source of energy for both of us. Yeah. And so like if I'm going to be spending you know, X amount more hours talking to you, working with you on the podcast, actually filming an episode. There are like going to be some other activities I need to let go because of that. So I might say no to other activities with friends I don't talk to as often and like try to make sure that I save quality time for when we hang out, things like that. I think that's really important to learn is like when to let go or when to not have FOMO, but Mm -hmm. it's so hard. Mm -hmm. But I think what really helps me, and I agree with you, is like prioritizing um, all these things in my life differently. Mm -hmm. So I know that we're going to, every week we're going to be filming our podcast and every week I have my art class Mm -hmm. and I kind of consider the art class me time. Yeah. Right. And I can't, I kind of consider the podcast me time too, Yeah, because it's, mm-hmm. it's our hobby, but it's like both of our hobbies. Right. 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 And then I kind of think about, okay, well I have me time done. Mm-hmm. What else do I want to do this week? Like maybe I'll hang out with one friend. Right. And mm-hmm. then maybe I'll hang out with someone, someone. else, um, a special someone else. <laughs> um, but it helps me when I have a schedule, a very loose schedule. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, this is what I value, and it's 
sounds super cheesy, but it's about kind of like listening to what your gut or your mind or whatever is telling you to go towards. Like if someone's like, Hey, do you want to go out to a bar tonight? Mm -hmm. My body's going to be like, no, I want to be a potato at home. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if that's the case, then I'm just going to be like, I'm feeling really tired. Yeah. Either can we do this instead or just like, no, I don't want to go. Exactly. That's so true. I also love how you have like a really good mix of like your own intuition, your own actual like feelings, but also like we talked about before in college, we had such a big schedule. We knew what was going on. Now you're like consciously being like, I'm going to start making time, these pockets of time during the week when you know you'll have energy or you can plan to have energy for those times. Right. That's I, so healthy. I need to plan to have energy. That's yes. That's the thing now. Yes. Like I need mm-hmm. to know when... And then, and then when I know when to spend that energy, mm-hmm. then the ne- the day before, maybe I'll be like, okay, today's the day in because right. tomorrow I have a big day and I need to be there a hundred percent for that day. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so you can be a hundred percent there for your friends. Correct. So mm-hmm. it's okay. And I don't feel guilty right. for being a vegetable at home because mm-hmm. I'm like, tomorrow we're going to do this, this, and this, and this. It's productive to be alone a lot of times. Yeah, it is. But to your point about burnout, like... Mm-hmm. Honestly, this is going to sound so sucky, but like it is about burning out and mm-hmm. then figuring out, okay, this is where I burnt out. Mm-hmm. Your body's wrecked and then yeah. you realize, okay, you got to fall on your threshold. face first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you find it hard when you do have to like say no to some of your friends? Like I do. Um, sometimes I also say no like, sometimes I wonder if I should be saying no to my friends. Hmm. Like, if there is a boy in my life and mm-hmm. I'm saying no to my friends, yeah. I often question, like, oh, is it because I really can't do it? Or is mm-hmm. saying no going to shut them out of my world and then this boy is going to be my world and then I'm going to lose myself right. or, like, stop having hobbies and I work so hard to have all these. So mm-hmm. how can I balance all of that? Yeah, trying to prioritize not just you with your friends, but your friends with your significant other. Yeah, or my friends with me because sometimes I'm exhausted Mm -hmm. and my friends either want to go have dinner Mm -hmm. or just even a simple FaceTime. And I'm like, I have so much going on in my head. I just need to calm down. Yeah. But then I feel guilty because I'm like, oh, is this me not maintaining my friendship? Right. right, So instead, um, I always try to make everything work like people pleasing kind of thing. Same. But I think recently I've started to be like, oh, if we want to FaceTime, can we FaceTime at 1 p.m. tomorrow? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I just have a lot going on today. And just being really honest and communicating that, Mm -hmm. that kind of helps me prioritize. So it's like listening to myself and communicating exactly how I feel Mm -hmm. with my friends or my significant other, whoever Mm -hmm. it might be. Right. But the biggest struggle is, yes, always the friends versus significant other one. I totally agree. I think this is something that I've been struggling with for years. Like, I always, I feel like I judge a lot of girls that are all over their boyfriends or girlfriends or whatever. Um, I never wanted to be a girlfriend girl. Like, I always wanted to make sure that I was, like, paying attention to my friends, like, and in a lot of ways in the last few years, um, putting them at the same level of importance as my boyfriend. And I think in my first relationship, 
it worked. It was okay because we were long distance. And so I was able, I spent most of my time with my friends anyways. Um, but now it's very different because I live with Barry and I'm, I'm learning a lot from him on like the, that balance between like being with your friends and being with your significant other. Um, and I think there's a couple things that I've learned, I think, from it. Um, Please share. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, like, I guess I just always thought, oh, you know, I've been friends with so-and-so for five years, six years. I've only known you for the last two years, you know? Like, what's why are you being so defensive that I need to, like, spend time with you over them sometimes? Like, I have other priorities in my life. I have other people in my life that came before you, like sit back down, you know what I oh, mean? Oh, so it's like the amount of time that you've been with someone. I guess so. That's or how I thought it in my like head. how well they know you. I think for me, like those two go hand in hand. Okay. Like my friends that know me the best happen to be the ones that I've known the longest. And so in my head, I'm like, well, why am I doing a disservice to my friend? Because like they were here longer than my kind boyfriend of like a was. Loyalty, aspect. loyalty. Yes, I felt a huge sense of loyalty to my friends. Yeah, and I never wanted to be the friend that was like like drops their friends for their boyfriend. I never want to be that either. It scares the shit out of me. It's really hard, and it you have to make that decision in like a split second, mm -hmm. like who mm -hmm. you want to spend time with. Yeah. Um, I feel like one of the biggest things that I've had to learn is that like when you do prioritize some of your friends over your significant other, like gender matters. Yes. So like, I, you know, I'm with my boyfriend. Like if I'm starting to prioritize some of my guy friends a little bit more than him, that's not good. <laughs> it just doesn't make the other, it's not always bad, but I think it doesn't make him feel good. Cause he's like, okay, you're spending a lot of time with another guy one-on-one -on -one, yeah and your focus it means like you prioritize that boy over him mm -hmm. which is not the message i'm to trying develop to develop that relationship instead mm -hmm. of the one that you're actually in yeah and not to say that like you're not allowed to hang out with the opposite gender no. like that's not at all what we're saying what i'm saying is that like there are times when i would like um we want to be doing something but i'd already committed you know to going hanging out with them or like Stuff like that. And I think it's, like, really good to be conscious, conscious of, like, those types of friends. And making sure that, like, yes, you're spending time with them. But at the end of the day, like, my priority needs to be lying with my partner. How did you learn that? Literally, Barry told me word for word. Because I literally, I couldn't wrap my head around it. I was like, I don't get it. Like, the whole loyalty aspect of it was like, no, but I've been friends with this person for many, many years. Like, I'm not just going to, like, drop them and, like, forget about them. Um, you are my boyfriend, and I love you, but, like, you are not my everything. You know, yeah. I, I stand on my own pretty well, too. So Barry literally like spelled it out to me one night and it's so funny because I always reference how this was such like a changing point in our relationship and he like doesn't even remember it. But basically he told me like we are like two lines, like he's one line and I'm one line and like as we go through our relationship, like we're going to be like going on the same track together. Um, and he told me parallel lines, paral I guess or parallel like lines. are you guys going to converge? No, we're not. I guess like. I guess you could like converge. But in the example, he it's basically we're going in the same direction regardless. Okay. Like, we're going together, we're growing and learning together in our relationship. And and I was like, Yeah, of course, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I get that. And he's like, No, no, no. But in your past relationships, 
when you are moving and growing, you've been going like this. You diverge. Yes. And he is like, that's not what we're here to do. Like, we're here to, like, be a unit. Like, we're we're a team. Yeah. And, like, as we're going and navigating and prioritizing our lives, we need to be doing it together in what makes sense for both of us. And I was like, I've never done that before. Like, I've never thought about it like that. But that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And Barry's very wise. He's very wise. He's he's had more relationships than me. Uh-huh. So I think he's gotten to take a few notes that maybe I the takeaways. The takeaways that like I hadn't experienced yet. And so like that's kind of how I figured that out. And that was a switch for me. And immediately after he said that, I was like, okay, like that completely makes sense. And now I sort of get the girls that are all over their boyfriends and spend not to that extent. I'd never want to be to that extent, but it like, it was a moment of clarity for me. I think that really makes sense. Like when you realize you need to prioritize your relationship, Mm -hmm. but also that doesn't mean like you don't have to take it to two extremes. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. And For me, when I think about prioritizing my significant other, Mm -hmm. I always feel then guilty if I, like, put my friends first. Yeah. But there is a point, and I think I've learned this recently, Mm -hmm. where I have started to put my friends first, and I don't feel as guilty about it. Nice. It's when I ask my friends for advice first versus my significant other in some areas. uh And I've realized the reason I don't feel guilty is because... My friends, all my friends, everyone in my life has different experiences that Mm -hmm. they've lived through. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And some people might know a certain chapter of my life or a certain part of me more than others. Right. And so when I'm seeking advice, like Mm -hmm. it really just depends on what I'm looking for, Mm -hmm. what kind of advice I need in what area, but also the response, right? Like. I am not going to go to my dad and be like, dad, so there's this boy and blah, 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 (laughs) because I know, I know the response I'm going to get is like, Janice, I don't want to hear it. Right. And Mm -hmm. I'm searching for like the, this is what you should do. Mm -hmm. And so I might go to you for that. Right. Uh Uh-huh. But I also sometimes want someone just to empathize with me. And Mm -hmm. I know people that are better at empathy than others Yeah. and others that give advice better than others. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. it's just about me realizing that and being like, okay, you know, right now it's Emily time, not dad time. Mm -hmm. Or right now it's, I'm going to this boy because I know he can fulfill this side that I'm seeking. And that's okay. I love that. And I love it because like, it's good to have a network of people in that sense that are experts in whatever it is that you are like trying to learn more about or understand better. Um, you have your finance friend. Maybe you'd be like my finance friend. If I had any questions about money, like I'd hope that Barry wouldn't get offended if I didn't ask him because you literally lived and breathed in the finance world for years. Right. So and obviously you're the point person. It is about like just sharing your life with everyone. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to just be this guy. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have mm-hmm. to just be your friends. Right. But everybody knows about your entire life and mm-hmm. some people know more about certain parts of your life. Yeah. Did was the reason you came to this decision because you got into like an argument with like a significant other about advice? It's honestly, because um of like my previous relationship mm. and me realizing I kind of lost myself because I depended on him to kind of answer everything or make me feel better about everything or give me advice on everything Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and when we broke up I realized 
oh my god I didn't just share my world with this guy mm-hmm. I depended on him yeah that's that's huge and my friends didn't know anything that was going on with me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so having to rebuild that relationship with my friends and rebuild a relationship with myself then I realized like okay I need to I need to share like what's going on in my life with other people, not just one person, yeah. but also learning to, to choose me and depend mm-hmm. on me mm-hmm. and prioritizing all of that so that, you know, God forbid, like there's another relationship that ends, but if mm-hmm. that does happen, I don't lose my whole Everything. world. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You're structuring your life as we talked about, uh, to set yourself up for success. Exactly. I love that. And sometimes I'm uncomfortable because I don't know where the boundary is and mm. I'm probably taking it to to the extreme. Mm-hmm. But kind of what you said, like <laughs> I do have to fall on my face. We're and, all still figuring it out. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think even when I ask my friends for advice sometimes, I won't listen. And yeah. I'll just do whatever I feel like doing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think Emily's definitely seen me do this before where she's like, Janice, don't do that. I'm like, good point. Yeah, good point. And then I go out and, and I fall on it. my face and make a mistake. Um, and sometimes that is the only way you're going to learn. Oh, a hundred percent. Like I, we could have a whole episode on make, on taking our own advice and we should have taken someone else's and how that has shaped us too. But um, I hope that like this episode helps people to see that like those, these are the mistakes that we're, that we have been making and it's kind of what helped us get to where we are now and trying to build a more balanced life. Yeah. I think in your mid twenties, it's a lot about falling on your face mm-hmm. and it's okay. Pick yourself as, up. Exactly. And- dust yourself off. And the next time this happens, you're going to be even more prepared to handle the situation. Yeah, but definitely just kind of highlighting a few examples. Hopefully everyone has something to take away from this episode. Thank you so much for listening to us today. Follow us on social media at 4YearsLaterPod for more. Leave us a comment or review or both. We'd love to hear from you. My name is Janice. And my name is Emily. And we'll see you next time. Just hopefully not four years later.